Music, industry talk, stories, equipment and more. We are Crossfader and this is Off, 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 off the Record. Yep, welcome to the last off the record, the last DJ podcast of 2020, the year of the world went to pot. Mm. <laughs> you scared me then when you started with welcome to the last podcast. I was you got like, very excited, your shoulders started moving as you were yeah, talking. I was, uh, <laughs> getting yeah. into it. So just a heads up, we have no plan for this podcast, but what we like to do is round up the year at the end, obviously talk about all the equipment that's come through, talk about the year in general from a DJ industry perspective and a personal perspective and just hopefully resonate with everyone around the world that's listening. So yeah. Without further ado, let's go ahead with the podcast we haven't planned. <laughs> yeah, what just happened? <laughs> Absolute car crash of a year. Yeah, it's a car it crash depend, of a year. Depends who you are, because if you're the likes of, well, if you create DJ equipment, best yeah. year of your lives, yeah. everything's been sold out yeah. all year. Yeah. If you teach DJ, it's been all right. <laughs> there you go. So obviously it's the year that COVID hit. It's the year that everyone started working from home and learning from home. And like Holland just said, DJ equipment worldwide pretty much sold out because yeah. the manufacturers could not keep up with the demand of sales. It did also at the same time as they were struggling to produce. China equipment. was shut for a bit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But saying all that, it's the year that's brought us the new CDJ that has been long awaited. It's the year of live streams. Exactly. Which is my favorite thing of the whole year. Year of Twitch really, wasn't it? Being able to just scratch that itch every week and put out live streams and just keep your creative energy juices flowing. Otherwise we'd have all gone mental, I think. Yeah. I think, mm. That talking about live streams, it's obviously brought a whole new avenue for DJs and a whole new way to get creative and to build an audience. Yeah. You know, we haven't been able to DJ in clubs, which I know a lot of, you know, both all three of you, not me, but all three of you guys, we're all regularly playing in clubs. Yeah. And then to have that taken away, it's forced you to start live yeah. streaming and building an audience that way. And it's just, it's just opened up um, live streams being accepted by the public as well. You know, going forward, you're going to have like festivals and club gigs, all both doing the gigs themselves, but doing live streams as well, because it's more of an acceptable um, platform to, to view now. Do you know what I mean? They can, it's not a scary thing to do anymore for people. Mm. It'd just be like the norm. 100%. I've seen so some people DJ this year that mm. I've never seen DJ yeah. before and always wanted to see DJ. Yeah, exactly. and, and, and then I'm watching some of them and these festivals are putting on huge productions and huge shows. Yeah even though there's nobody there, they're still putting yeah. on all this show and live streaming it through YouTube or Twitch. And it's just as amazing to watch. I yeah. know you still don't get that same vibe as being there, but it's still amazing to yeah. be able to, to, to tap into. And I think we'll, we'll, be, we'll see, you know, more gigs than we've ever seen before. Next year, you know, when things start to open up again, uh, fingers crossed, we'll be able to, if we can't go there, we'll be able to, you know, stream everything. So that's a, Positive. 100%. Yeah. Um, just talking about equipment, obviously Pioneer brought out loads of new equipment. Yeah. Denon brought out loads of new equipment. Yeah. Hercules stepped up to the game as oh, well. So guys, it's not guys. been a bad year for DJ equipment by any means. I think a lot of the top end equipment has been upgraded mm -hmm. um, so from Denon, from Pioneer. You, Mark. You mark, mark, yeah, bringing out some, some new entry level stuff. So all across the board, this year hasn't stopped the way that DJ products have been released. I thought that the high-end equipment, like the CDJs, for example, would be put on the back burner and, and they would yeah. wait until clubs were open. But after talking with Pioneer, they've sold actually better than when the yeah. CDJ 2000 Nexuses were released. And that was when obviously all clubs were open. Um, but the CDJ 3000s apparently have sold better than that, yeah. that release. So there's mm -hmm. obviously a huge demand 
for them there. Mm. I think the DDJ 400 and XDJ XZ both sold out like literally everywhere, they, everywhere and they couldn't make yeah. enough. And I think six thousands, they were out of stock. Yeah. Yep. As we know, because ours yep. have gone out. <laughs> and it's yeah. crazy to think at the start of the year, me and Danny went out to Fort Lauderdale. Um, As if that was this year. Yeah, exactly. I know, it started oh, so well. like 10 years ago. There's so many yeah. things that feel like ages ago. When yeah. we did the Scar video, and um, when I was doing the, the Danny um, review, and I was like, I wonder how long ago it was when I first featured Scar. Was it last year? Was it... Eight? Must have been last year. Checked on YouTube. It was three months. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, I was like, that wasn't a joke. I was actually like so confused. Uh, yeah. But when you guys. It's just been three months. Yeah. When I, was, when I was putting some reels together of you guys in Miami when you were DJing on the boat and stuff like that. And I can't believe it was the like, beginning of this year. Yeah. And, that, <laughs> and obviously so COVID was about, but it was in yeah. China mainly and it hadn't really made its way around the world. So yeah, yeah. we were still traveling as normal. Serious. Yeah, we, was, we were talking about it when we were out there yeah. in Miami and like everyone was like, oh, it's just going to stay over in China. Yeah. That was it. But it yeah. was, it just went downhill so quick, but it was so weird, like came looking forward to- to miles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird, like looking forward to everything that the year had in store, you know, like we yeah. were excited for ADE again. Oh yeah. Rise Festival. Festivals. like that. And yeah, just kind of- when, yeah. but hopefully next year I'll make up for it it must be bizarre for the huge artists that were booked to play at festivals oh, yeah. this year never mind like us wanting to go to a festival but mm. literally booked worldwide to play and then that all just stop yeah pretty yeah. much overnight like all well, of your gigs well, I, I, I had quite a few broad gigs and they kept just getting pushed back like every week or every two weeks every three weeks yeah that's what um, yeah, it just became it became it just became obvious that it was just never going to happen. Mm. But you just kept holding on for that little bit of hope, didn't you? But just never happened. Just the lack of like, like openness for people to cancel it because it was such a final t- decision to cancel something. Yeah. That it always felt like when, with the gigs I was doing, it was just like, oh, we'll be in touch in a week. We'll be in touch in a week. Yeah, we'll be in touch it in was, a week. Yeah. It was just like, oh, just yeah. cancel it. I mean, it, st- it still is essentially. Like, I have some New Year's Eve plans now. I've got some gigs on New Year's Eve and they're like, well, you know, we'll know by tomorrow. We'll know by the day after. <laughs> I still have no idea. Yeah, no, it's been a strange, strange year for everyone involved in this industry. And it's really ironic, isn't it, that, you know, we're talking here in Leeds in the north of England. We can, you know, it's different for the people in the south of England as it yeah. is in the north. And I'm sure yeah. there's listeners in other countries that are listening to this and thinking, well, my town ramp city hasn't been that affected. Yeah, yeah so I saw something the other day. Of, there was like gigs going on in Australia, like full blown festivals, oh, yeah. like yeah. massive crowds. Well, New like, Zealand, New Zealand as well. Yeah. Killed, yeah. So it's crazy. So yeah, if you're listening on the other you're, side of the world, you're somewhere. <laughs> you're winning. In one of them places, like you know, enjoy, it. enjoy it, <laughs> yeah. enjoy it, enjoy life. Yeah, I'm still stuck. Can't wait to get back to it. I wonder if the big artists are finding themselves getting many bookings or whether these festivals are kind of keeping it local and not yeah. trying to bring in too many artists from around the world, whether it's affecting the booking process. Mm. Because just like everything else, the travel quarantines and things, is there an, is there an exemption for mm. music performers? You know, if you're being a, mu- a music performer being booked to come and play at a festival in a COVID-free area like Australia or New Zealand. Do yeah, you still New have Zealand, to well, like you're into the country, I don't yeah, believe. You can't so. get in, yeah, New Zealand, you can't get in or out. So is the music scene still massively affected because... Well, it's all local artists, isn't it? So. I think yeah. that's a good thing, though. Like, it's it's a good opportunity for all, all the local talent to be like, yeah. kind of, if these yeah, promoters and yeah. event managers are, like, putting it on, then it's like, you know putting that new talent in front of all the people that might not have seen them before and it's good opportunity isn't it yeah no it is I mean I saw example was playing out in Australia but he practically lives there because his missus is Australian he does live there, yeah. so 
you know, I all, all, all the festivals kind of on uh, like our way, they've all announced their kind of dates for next year. So, you know, they're, they're trying to get everything back moving again, aren't they? So yeah, well, I was crossed. talking to a tour manager who told me that pretty much everything was getting pushed back to like September time yeah, because September. that's when yeah. the government and everyone over here has said you should be safe to put your event on. So yeah. the earlier festivals are going later now, which I'm sure if you're a festival at all, already operates in the later of the year you're a bit annoyed at actually because now people that would definitely have bought a ticket to your show because it's the only one going on yeah now maybe going okay well i can choose that one or this one now yeah, yeah. so that's going to affect it as well i wonder about the venues instead of the festivals obviously venues will be able to open sooner than festivals because yeah. of the much smaller capacity but do you think venues are going to have to adapt in the short term or do you think they're going to have to adapt in the long term and, and abide by term. social distancing yeah, it's gonna and be long term. we've got tickets to disclosure in march haven't we yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? Yeah, forgot who about knows? That. That's, that's and that's only a two hundred and fifty capacity yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah. It's a small venue. Have I got a ticket? Yeah, we got that yeah. with the. Uh, you when, still owe me money for it. Pre- <laughs> if you pre-ordered the uh, the album, uh, the record store. Well, that's my highlight of twenty twenty right there. I think. I think. I think just realised I'm going to a gig. They'll adapt. They'll adapt full time. And like I say, I think it'd be silly for venues to not try and set up some kind of live stream as well. Yeah. Know, to to because it can you know double. The, the door intake if you can you well know. here's a question would you pay with all the live streams that are going on for free would you pay to watch one of your favourite artists Prob- would, probably Pete, yeah there's some gigs going yeah. on now that are pay per view Pete yeah, Tong this weekend yeah. Bicep did one as well they did a live stream it was like a full live show setup that they would have done but you just pay to access it I, I'm on the fence with this because I I, I, and, I don't know if I would it'd have to be really really next level production so yeah. I know like with Pete I mean, Tong there's, there's, at the O2 that is next level like, there's like VR technology and things like that and yeah yeah. You know, imagine like it'd have to be something like being that. in there. Be I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't pay to see, say, you know, like oh, your, your local DJ. Oh no, no, like, no. But yeah, the in big the ones, bedroom. Yeah, the big yeah. ones. Yeah, mm. sure. Could you imagine going to a festival and basically? everyone being spaced apart and knowing that there's loads of people at home with VR headsets on. <laughs> and like, there's some people at a festival, some people raving at home. It's like, cool. yeah. could you imagine being at home Sick, as one of yeah, those people? I prefer it. <laughs> well, did you see the Tomorrowland thing that they did? They that did like a incredible. VR thing for people yeah, at home yeah, and it was, was like, incredible. they set up the whole stage, but it was basically just a green screen. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone could enjoy it like it was the normal Tomorrowland festival. And I think like, if that's something that they're going to carry on doing, yeah. even when festivals happen, it's great for people yeah. who don't have the budget to yeah, travel things like that. It's like, I really want to go to this festival yeah. and I want to see this out, but I can't afford to go. Yeah. They pay for like a uh, access. To I'd it. need one of them. Like, is it called AR aug- augmented reality yeah, yeah. headsets? I'd yeah. need to be able to see the real world behind me to manage to get the bottle of beer to my lips. <laughs> yeah. A VR headset. Yeah. If I couldn't see where my hands or the yeah, bottle I love, was, I love, I love a VR <laughs> Coachella experience. Could you imagine something like, uh, a PlayStation game where literally you're walking into the festival and going through the whole experience yeah. Yeah, nice. and it's like an open world yeah. festival, yeah. but yeah. you can literally walk around. It's it like you think you're at a main stage, but in reality in your kitchen. So, yeah, exactly. so walking into cupboards. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know guys, Jamie got a PS5. Yeah. For the listeners, <laughs> the listeners that aren't aware, Jamie recently the got only a PS5. One. The only yeah. one that could get one. It's all right. You've got one as well. Yeah. Lauren, it's not so. open yet. It's not yeah. open yet. Yeah. I'm Wait, a bit concerned though. Like after what you told me about that cyberpunk yesterday, I'm like, that shouldn't be happening in games. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a gamer now apparently yeah, yeah. to be fair i've only plugged it a few times twitch in channel games. incoming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sat there with a headset on yeah i mean what has what have been your highlights of the year yeah with everything that's gone on what's everyone's um, highlights been uh, from a dj perspective from a non-dj's perspective anything that you think has really been a highlight this year i, I managed to get a radio gig um yeah. and yeah. i always went on record of saying i would never ever do radio and i don't know why i was saying that maybe I, it was just a medium i wasn't bothered about or maybe 
it was just because I didn't know that much about it. I was automatically throwing my ring out of the hat and going, I'm never going to go down that route because I don't know anything about it. But uh, with lockdown, it gave me the time and the opportunity to, to get into that opportunity when it was presented to me. Ironically, it was this podcast that got me the gig because that's how they found me. So thank oh. you for listening along to this. Um, and yeah, I've, I've got into a new world and I'm loving it. I'm getting to geek out. And also I've been able to take my job here at CrossFader so much more seriously. There's been so much more free time to get into the projects like Scar, yeah. Yeah. into other like geek out, get build relationships with companies like In Music, Rain, Denon, Pioneer, uh, Serato. I've been able to like just build this relationship network that I wouldn't have been able to do if it hadn't been for lockdown. So yeah. uh, making the best of a bad situation has been my highlight. Yeah, yeah, and I think just just to carry on from what you're saying, you managed to do a video that was talking about wireless <laughs> audio and how wireless audio could be used in the future for DJs. And the company watched that video, was so impressed, and then, then a made product, a product yeah. yeah, off the back of that, off something that you kind of researched and, and went forward with. And I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah, and... Something else, uh, basically, I'm sure lots of you already know, so I won't bore you, but the, the Soundbox was how I found out about that technology. And I asked Soundbox at the time, is there any option to, like, you know, put the, the, the pro version of SCAR, enable it inside the box, and, you know, use this product to... to for, to DJ on yeah. and originally they said nah we've looked at it but we're not that bothered about it and then yesterday um, it's gone public they've done it so nice. yeah. like these little things that people weren't taking seriously just off the back of a, of a, of a bit of you know a personal pro- passion project really yeah, for me yeah, and it's sure. like it's great. wow that's, that's happening it's crazy. great work great work <laughs> who else any other uh, highlights yeah a um, couple of things one the the live streams when we've all been got together and being able to live stream with yeah crossword community globally yeah um two i'm a i'm obsessed with like numbers and um analytics and things like that so seeing crossfader growth on instagram uh, instagram oh, and TikTok. youtube on tiktok and yeah. stuff like that i'm just obsessed with seeing numbers climb and engagement climb and things mm-hmm. like that so it's been climbing over the year um so just seeing the growth of it like yeah. week by week i've got some stats amazing. there obviously i want to oh, say nice. thank you to all of the community for listening to this podcast obviously and watching the videos on youtube and yeah. you know following us on instagram and all these different channels just engaging with us across them all so i want to say thanks to you all obviously youtube is our leading platform and where we put the majority of our content but also instagram has, has been a massive thing this year for Big. us but on YouTube we've had over 20 million views in wow. 2020 <laughs> so thank you to everyone that has watched the video Jeez. it's very satisfying that that's 20 million on yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 million and it'd be nice if it was 19 <laughs> obviously through those 20 million views we've had 116,000 new subscribers wow. this year wow. so you know 116,000 of you following and watching what we're doing and listening to what we're doing we do it for you, obviously, and we, we try and put out as much as we can, as, as much varied content as we can to um, obviously hit all aspects of the market and all aspects of DJ as well. So obviously, thank you so much. Yeah, you should see the headache that goes on behind them. Yeah. But then when you see the engagement, the reaction to the videos, just makes it worth yeah. it. A big, a big thing for me this year has been just to go off the back of what you said, Lawrence, yeah. is live streaming. Yeah. What it's done for me is it's given me the space to actually start just mixing for an audience. I know it's a virtual audience, but when obviously Crossfader started building and, and all of the team came on board, I stopped DJing in clubs because I needed to put a hundred percent of my effort into Crossfader. So I didn't have the opportunity to play in clubs. I maybe played in clubs once or twice a year at special events, 
but being able to weekly live stream yeah. or bi bi-weekly live stream has just given me an opportunity to download new music, mix the music that I love, you know, just get a bit creative yep, with a virtual audience and get back into it. You know, I still make mixes all the time for the channel. I still do so much DJ content for the channel, but sometimes it's nice to just yeah. mix for yourself yeah. and have some people yeah. watching and following. As along. we speak, we're looking at a live stream that we're about to do after this podcast with Serato. Yeah. yeah. That's, been, That's been another great thing, hasn't it? Yeah, thanks, like that, thank you. that wouldn't have come about. Um, yeah. What was the popular, what was the growth? Sorry, the new subscriber number? 116,000. 116. So that's more people than the population of the Isle of Man. <laughs> it's, it's just short. What a stat. It's just short of the population of the Isle of Wight. Yeah. So if you can imagine, that is just insane. Crazy. Um, Danny, any highlights for this year for yourself? Yeah, obviously all the streaming for yeah. the Crossfader side of things, but on like a personal side is the thing that's I'm proud of and happy with is all my production stuff. Gonna, like just, just having say, so much time to do production. Your like, tunes getting signed, man. Like it's just like that. That, for me. It's like I've always been interested in it, but I've never had the time yeah. to just kind of really focus on it. And I think with not having gigs, but then just having crossfade, and then all the rest of my time can be spent on doing that. Yeah, it's just I've learned so much, and it's like just been a big learning thing. Yeah, I bet that resonates with a lot of listeners yeah. as well because yeah. there will have been so many DJs that are confident DJs, and yes, they might have practiced quite a bit in lockdowns, mm. and you know, got back into the you know, practicing at home DJing, but for a lot of us, it, you know, that would have been the next step. Yeah. And the time is the biggest thing with production to dedicate time yeah. aside because it takes so much of your time to do yeah, yeah. Yeah. that lockdown will have been a blessing for a lot mm. of DJs wanting to well, there's explore a that. Reoccurring avenue. theme between all of us for, and, and other DJs that I know that, that there's, there's two camps really, isn't there? There's 2020. This year has been absolutely horrific. All my gigs have been canceled it sucks I hate it mm. and there's been the camp that have gone okay this does suck but we've got all this time now and what are we going to do yeah. we're going to invest our time into something new and yeah. and take the time now that we've finally got given to to explore new avenues and make the most of them new avenues and yeah, I find it very all, interesting to actually, see that's what we've done during like, all this situation it's been interesting to see who has taken that time and done something with it and the people who've kind of just not bothered to do anything. Yeah, and the people that have taken a risk, there's a lot of people that have just gone, okay, that hasn't worked. I'll go back to what I did before or mm. what I know works or, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, becoming a full-time DJ is a massive risk in itself and there's a lot of people that just ran back to their comfort zone when this all went to... Yeah. Yeah, which to, is understandable. Which yeah, no, yeah. I'm not like no, no, yeah. you know, everyone's individual situation is For what sure. it is. Sure. But then there's the people that have taken a bit of a leap of faith. Yeah. People that have never live streamed before. People that have mm, yeah. never produced music before. I mean, yeah. there's got to be a big shout out to the the community of the music world yeah. in the fact that Logic. Ableton, Serato Studio, these all went down to like either a dollar or completely free yeah, for yeah. like three months in the peak out. lockdown. Mm. Yeah, big time. Like the, the actual industry just went, you know what? We'll help you out. There you go. Yeah. You know, yeah. there you go. Have it have it on us. There's three months free logic, yeah. Ableton Live, mm -hmm. Serato Studio. You go learn, you go adapt, and in three months' time, see where you've got with it. Yeah. And that was that was huge. I think mm -hmm. I, I think twenty twenty's shown just how strong the music industry is across the board because there's been so much support whether it be huge shows that big artists like Lady Gaga put together or whether it just be things that Mixmag and, and Resident Advisor and other people like that yeah. have put together all to support the, the community in a whole whether it's the electronic dance music scene or the bigger artists that obviously are used to touring the world I think mm. it's been great to see everyone come together and, and put on shows for free or put on shows to raise money and things like that yeah. um, there's been huge support so 
we asked our community um, for some answers to yes, questions. We, um, we were looking to get some insight into what people's favorite releases were of the year, what their favorite yep. beginner, intermediate, advanced controllers were, and various pieces of equipment. And we're going to give our answers as well, right? And we're going to give our answers, yeah. <laughs> so Holland's got all the results here. I do you have. want to should let everyone know how many, which, one, which one shall we have? <laughs> So, Cross Vader Awards. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> like like Jamie just said, we sent out an email to a survey just asking for the best, basically what you thought was the best of, say, beginner DJ controller software yeah. standalone. The answers. Well, have, well, disclaimer. You know, a lot of people haven't been on these or played with these or anything like that. So, a lot of it is based on kind of brand loyalty, looks, yeah, cetera, or what you know. Yeah, what people know. No, yeah, 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 and and that shows throughout the results. To be honest, because our results, what we what we thought were the best, or what we we were happy with, and what have actually come out of this, have been two completely different things. So there's been a major reoccurring theme within our community, and that theme is pioneer DJ, right? Which it always has been. Yeah, Yeah. which we know that we expected. To be honest, we expected that. So pretty much every single every single category was dominant by a Pioneer DJ uh, product, apart from turntables, where, of course, Mm -hmm. Technics dominate that category. Um, And in headphones, Sennheiser HD25s, only just so, because the brand new... Pioneer HD Q1s. So I'm going to run through what our um, best controllers were um, for for, for us guys in the office. Well, you give us a topic, and then we'll, we'll... Talk through what our favourites were. So, yeah. the best yeah. beginner DJ controller. What are the options? Uh, the options were in this category. DDJ 400, Hercules Impulse 500, DDJ SB3, DDJ 200, Tractor Control S2, um, Roland DJ 2R2, uh, both Newmark Mixed Track Platinum yeah. and Pro FX models, uh, Reloop Beat Mix 4, and I think that was about it because then we start looking at where people have entered their own controller. Um, right. So yeah, it was between those. What's your favourite, Danny? Mine's a new Mac. Yep, the Platinum um, FX. Platinum FX, yep, definitely. I think with those uh, paddle, paddle switches, you know, like on the S9 mixer and stuff like that. It's just yeah. a, I love that kind of thing. Price. So. Oh, yeah, the price is great <laughs> as well. So yeah. like, I think that closely followed by the Hercules as well. I was really yeah, surprised by that. mine's definitely yeah. the Hercules. Again, so the price, what is it, 270 270 quid, something like that. Something that, cheap. That, that, yeah. uh, but with build durability. Yeah. It's got uh, feet on it at the bottom as well. You could fit your laptop under. And yeah, it's yeah. Just, uh, just really amazing. The new Mark was my favourite. Yeah. Um, but I'm still a big fan of the DJ 400 because yeah, which is the most at popular. the end of the day, it's a record box controller and it, it's still the only... I it. imagine that won the community ball. Uh, yeah. Yes, by yes. a country mark. Um, <laughs> but for me, it was the Impulse 500. Yep. I think, um, subjectively looking at it, RGB pads, yep. uh, Serato DJ Pro mapping was in there. It, yep. it just had the best of what you'd want in in, in more of an intermediate way, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, uh, best mid-range DJ controller. So yeah. the mid-range controllers consist of your DDJ800, your Roland DJ707M, controller, uh, tractor control S3, 
DDJ FLX6. Mm-hmm. That snuck into this category, although it could have been in the beginner category for me. Yeah. Uh, Roland DJ505, uh, DDJ SR2, uh, Denon DJ MC4000, Mix on 4 by Reloop. I could go on. You yeah. get the idea. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. mid-range controllers, what are we thinking, usually, boys? Usually in the past, what a mid-range controller really does is it takes all your features from an entry-level controller, beginner controller. And adds it maybe an adds, adds a, Well, it adds a, maybe a few more features. It adds a more professional build quality and some more professional inputs and outputs yeah. because you want to take what you've learned and something yeah. On that the road. is plastic yeah. and sits in your bedroom out to maybe gigs or parties and you yeah. want to be able to plug in better speakers and you want to be able to maybe just have a bit more durability and it lasts longer. Exactly that. So that's kind of always been the approach yeah. for yeah. a mid-range controller until the DDJ FLX6 came about because it was priced like a mid-range controller. That's where but the it approached it in a total different way. It just looked at feature set yeah. rather yeah. than anything else. Pioneer DJ will argue that this is a beginner controller for those that want four channels. I will argue it's 560 quid. It's not for beginners. So yeah, that, that's so that's where the FLX6 kind of it does merge between the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so the, the, the so yeah, so there's still the DDJ 800. Yeah, that's, which, that's where I would go. 800. That was mine and as well. I'll, I'll, just being honest, it's the one I've used the most. I've not used a lot of them controllers. So, the so D- I'd the, have to go 800. 100%. On, on the community, the community voted at 50%, by the way. So it, it took half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they voted for the DDJ 800. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, personally, uh, DDJ SR2. Right. Um, I, I, this isn't a Serato bias here. It's just, it's a really well-priced, really, really well-built yeah. controller. It harks back to like the SX days yep. in times of mm. build. So it's like a mini DDJ 1000. Whereas I found the 800 was, it didn't, the, the, it has the beat effects, but they're internal, not external. It's a bit of right. a confused effects right. panel for me yeah. to, to not win it outright. You, you, but You're talking me into it to be fair now. I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want an SR3. I just really want yeah, that I product do. to be updated because I think that was such a great product. It was this two-channel, well-built Serato controller, mm. and I think it did everything it was you needed with well Serato, well. priced well, and you didn't need more than that unless you wanted four channels. And I think it's still a great controller, but there's definitely room for updates with new Serato features, you know, Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are asking like for that. a DDJ 800 SRT, aren't they? And I think yeah. that essentially is what you'd get yeah, with an, an SR3. But I want to oh. just give a mention out to the Roland 707M, yeah. which flew straight under everyone's radar. Yeah, it did. But that thing has the most impressive inputs and outputs. It has a zone <laughs> output. Yeah. It can accept cool. so many inputs. I think it's got three or four mic inputs on it, for nice. example. So mm. it's I think it's cool. built for a very specific oh, it user. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's a mobile perfect, DJ. Yeah, perfect it's a, for that user. I mean, you can even add like a vocoder to your voice and stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's crazy. But uh, let's move on to the best advanced DJ controller. So this, this is what gets tasty. This is your thousand dollar plus. Yeah. This is your. DDJ 1000. Yep, DJ 1000 for me. This is your SX3, your DJ 808 by Roland, your Control S4s, which is a really good yeah, choice when you think yeah, about yeah. the price of it. Yeah. Um, Wildcard here, uh, Pioneer DJ, DDJ RZX. If anyone doesn't know what that is, me. it's like a $3,000 controller. Jesus. Oh, I remember this. It's oh, got the screens yeah. on it yeah, for, yeah, yeah. for Sorry, record box yeah. video. Yeah, I know exactly um, $3,000. Yeah, geez. it's very, very expensive. Um, <laughs> so, you know, these are the upper... You've got your SRT in there as well. Excellent. XZ is a standalone. Standalone. Yeah. standalone. Yeah. So it could, well, it could S- go in that category. Yeah, it could. It one, yeah. could, but I'm not going to. Right, mine, mine's SRT, 1000 SRT, very easy. 
Mine's DDJ 1000. Yeah, 1000 for me. <laughs> Mine's DDJ 1000 SRT. There we go, that was quick. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter if you like Serato or Box, buy a 1000. Uh, yeah. We don't need to go into why that wins, do we? No, it's just, it's just fantastic. It's just I really think they're going to struggle to make that better yeah 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 mm. what could they do to make for, it for better? me for me just the looping on the srt i'm not a big fan of yeah but me too I, but that's yeah that yeah i get easily that i get that but ddj 1000 uh, on yeah. the record is fine. Yeah. how yeah. could you make that better uh, i don't know I, you know how I, i'll tell you what i'd make how i'd make it better i know i just make one unit that does both well no uh, i wouldn't no because would you not know? no, look because, at the flx6 yeah it just no 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 but this is where they got it wrong see there's many controls that have done both and yeah. do it reasonably well the xz does both better than the flx6 does mm, yeah. yes and i don't i, I don't, don't think know. so because there's, you can't there's access always a, yeah. yeah there's always, always a, a uh, hold back yeah. but there's but the looping on the 1000 srt is a bit of a it's limited because of the way the 1000 was designed yeah uh, if anything, they just need to figure out the looping and then you could make one that maps to both. But the hard thing is, is the pad modes. You'll end up with an XP2 yeah, where you've got pad no, mode one, yeah, pad that's mode awful. two, pad mode three. The thing so is, I actually like that there's two separate units. If they could just shake hands, have a hug and say, let's <laughs> both call it roll. Yeah. yeah. Let's both call mm. it. And, and you know, uh, put, could, put pad could, effects on a, on a could, sub layer could, roll uh, where no one cares about could it. could stick a screen in the middle, make it a little bit bigger. Let's call, let's call pitch play <laughs> and keyboard mode. Let's just hug it out. Let's I'd call like, it the I'd same like, thing. I'd like the SRT with the XZ screen on the top. Like that. Yeah, that there is that go. is very good. Yeah, there that's go, a good update. Yeah. Commission so. me, commission me on that one. So, <laughs> moving on to the best two-channel standalone unit. So, <laughs> I've got a really, I've got a, in my head, I'm already like, there's only one. Yeah, there's there clearly only one. But surprise, surprise, um, the Pioneer DDJ. Sorry. The Pioneer DJ, XDJ RX2 took the community vote. Oh, yeah. really? Interesting. 47% of updated now, though. I would ask everyone who who likes the RX2. The RX2 is a fantastic piece of kit, but it, it really is. It was groundbreaking. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Go play on a Prime 2. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. 100%. Please go play on a Prime. Yeah, the yeah, Prime yeah, 2 yeah. has... Everyone always talks about the Prime so 4. Good. The Prime 2 is the pick of the bunch out of the Denon range yeah. for me. It yeah. is... It's, what, it's, what, it's yeah, so when, nearly when, when perfect. We have, when we have a crossfader party, it's the one we take with us everywhere. Uh -huh. I would change the effects ever so slightly on it and pretty much nothing else on that. So I played on it for the first time last week doing a mix for this Sunday and it was the first time I've like really done a proper mix on it and it was Fun. way, way better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. The like, Prime 2 really has nailed it. Um, obviously, there's a big shout out to the Prime Go in there, developing its own... Yeah, I love that. The, well. Its own little product category this this year, and I'll tell you what, it's been a massive success as well. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Honor, to see... Honorable mention for the Prime series in general. Yeah, I but mean, we, we yeah. will see. I'm. I think there might be more battery powered products coming. Yeah, because man. This this was a punt by yeah, In Music. Time. This was like we'll put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. And thanks to like people like Sewer, who like yeah. Yeah. just took. DJing on the road. Yeah. Um, Still uses his RX2 though, doesn't he? he yeah, does. now and again he swaps it yeah, out. Swaps yeah, it, yeah, swaps it, it around. I suppose that's on like arm day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I bet he's in so much pain. Yeah. Let's move on to a category that only has two units inside it. Uh -huh. Well, actually, it could be three. Yeah. Best four channel standalone console. 
The XZ slipped into the two channel yeah. kind of. Ooh, it's difficult. You. Where do you yeah. where do you position the Basically, XZ? The XZ is not a four channel standalone unit. That's a two channel standalone. The one thing that lets it down. Yeah. Like, the one thing. Like, if it if it did do all four channels in standalone, it would be perfect. So so, so the four channel. Actually, sorry, I'm mis I'm confused here. I'm, I'm mistaken. The uh, the XZ was actually on the four channel standalone on okay. our vote poll. Okay. And the XZ won the community post with a massive 70% okay. over, over the Prime 4. Obviously, there's only the two units. Yep. Mm. I would argue it's would. not technically... It's a difficult one. It's a difficult it, one. So I'll put it this way. I would rather have the XZ yeah. um, because I've got the option to use Rackerbox, use Serato, or yep. use USB. Yep. And also because the effects... I much prefer the effects on the XZ than the Prime 4. I do. So I would rather forego two channels in standalone mode, but have the effects yep. than have four channels and not the effects. So that's my kind of I view think the Prime it. 4, like, the Prime 4 is a fantastic, like, leap forward. But for Amazing. me, it was small things that let the bigger picture down. The yep. jog wheels jog are wheels. so light. Yep. I've never known. The Prime 2 and the Prime 4, by the way, look like they have the same jog wheels, but the Prime 2, when you let go of them, they stay where they are. The yep. Prime 4, if there's a mild breeze from yeah. the aircon machine, <laughs> will start spinning so, on the road. This is the same thing where the SC5000, they, they learn so much from, from the feedback of the SC5000. Mm. The, the SC6000s are brilliant. amazing. Yeah, really are. They are so good. And I think because the Prime 4 is like one of the first units that they made almost, yeah. it, it's due an upgrade and it's hard because it doesn't need that much upgrading, but the things that upgrade, the up, that the upgrade will bring will, there will make be, it 10 times better. There will be a second Prime 4. Uh, I was going to just say, like, if they do the Prime 4 again and the Prime 2 like they've done the 6000s yeah they'll be so good yeah. like and, yeah. those jog wheels we, and everything we just else. had to send our 6000s to Pete Tong thought I'd just drop that in the middle oh yeah, yeah. yes we did that's yeah yeah we did Pete Tong's got our 6000s and he's got to pick them up actually yeah um, right back, so best standalone media player so this is your SC5000 your SC6000 yep. your CDJ3000 your CDJ2000 mm -hmm. and also not forgetting the XDJ1000 models oh yeah you know so basically I, this is your cdjs the, the guy player have like dj 1000s so um does anyone want to hazard a guess at what the community chose for? definitely 3000 3, 3, 3, it's gotta 000, be yeah 3000 won with 50 percent of the vote right. wow and then next cdj that what do you think came, what do you think came in second Six thousand, uh, maybe Oh. XDJ one thousand. Oh, right. And Funny then and then and then the six thousand M. The M actually yeah, won out M. with the motorized platter. Yeah, so like that is, you know, that is um, not surprising because yeah. the six thousands are relatively new. Not a lot of people will have got their hands on yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. From a personal for, point of view that us, I was disappointed for the three thousand. Did you? Yeah. I actually really liked them. I like uh, the three thousands. Really liked them. I think I love I love the hardware and the yeah. build of the three thousands. I love the future proofing the forward yeah. thinking yeah. the uh, software yeah. inside right, so the SC6000s and I still love the feel of them and, and to play on them yep. but I mean it comes to obviously playing on CDJs for 10 years yep. in clubs yeah. yep. it's that muscle memory yep. as soon as you go on the 3000s I'm not I felt like right home I wasn't right disappointed by the whole thing maybe that was a bit harsh but what I was really disappointed by was the screen right. I felt like that really let it down like we were, we were yeah. saying when we looked at it, it, was we bright, opened it it was like wow bright, it's but not that good the resolution right. wasn't as crisp yeah. as you thought it would when be. you compare it to the SC6000 right. you know it's like having an iPad on a player the, yeah, yeah really um, the 6000 like technology wise what they're doing with it like some of yeah, the beta amazing. firmware we've had recently wow yeah. um, mm. that's incredible uh, the 3000 yeah. for me I love Pioneer nail build quality don't they oh, yeah. the jog wheels feel superb hot oh, yeah. key yeah. should always be on buttons not pads 
they nailed that. Um, but this is where, would you put all of those things above it being able to stream or having no for bells me, and no. whistles? Whereas <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tall. You probably would, yeah. wouldn't it? It is a difficult one. And I think, you know, this is going to be the thing. I'm kind of glad they're not just copycats of each other. No, no, yeah. we've got both options, you know, which and, is a, and, amazing. Yeah, and people will look at this feedback we're giving here in this conversation and yeah. people decide are, for yourself. going on the forums. What do you want? Yeah. And, you know, the companies will, no, I have no doubt that Denon will be going, okay, so these guys prefer hot cues being yeah. actual clicky buttons rather than pads. Yeah, stuff I'm like sure, that. like, Pioneer will be going, okay, they prefer the fact that they can change the buttons to be rolls and slices and samples yeah, rather yeah, than being lots of hot cues, and it'll just create a better product next time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the, the, the struggle here is that un until Denon offer a record box equivalent with Engine Prime and have things like a DJ 400, you know, that is such a... a fast-selling controller, such a, you know, well-selling controller. Yeah, Until they have that offering, it's hard for people to get into the ecosystem yep. of it Engine is. Prime. And mm -hmm. I think that's a big It takes like established... battle. takes like established DJs the, that know their equipment to know what Denon are offering to go, okay, I'm going to jump yeah. and give that a go. Yeah. yeah. It's, diff if it's you, difficult to try. If you, start the, if you start at the bottom with them, then it's the only thing you're going to know and that'll just become a second nature. Exactly. So. That's why yeah, you exactly. need to fill that gap in there. Yeah. Need to fill it's that like we, us saying we've used CDJs for the past 10 yeah. years. If yeah. we'd have used Denon's for the past yeah. 10 years, it yeah. wouldn't... Exactly. Around, and every so. time I've gone to Denon now, it's, it's just more and more familiar. And you're not exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's just getting used to it. So, best turntablist DJ controller. What I mean by this is we've got the Rain 12s and we've got Phase DJ. Two pieces of equipment for turntablists that are technically controllers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rain 12 for me. Rain 12. I mean, yeah, Rain but... 12. Uh, Rain 12, but... I do phase love Phase. Is just phase such, is so it's good. such a good product. It's, it's hard because they're not really... They are the same bracket, thing, yeah. right? But they're just bracket. totally two different things, but... But we do get asked quite a lot in emails. I get quite a lot of emails from people yeah. saying, I've got this much spend. Do I just get phase yeah. or do I save up a bit more and get two Rain 12s? It's and I'm like, well... One. It's a hard If one. you've got decent turntables already... Yeah. If you've got turntables already... Maybe you want phase. phase. Yeah. 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 But yeah. if you're first time out of the gates, yeah, maybe you want a Rain If you don't have any, get the 12. And if you've ever been on... If you've started on controllers and want to move... Yeah. Yeah, the, exactly. the Rain 12s will feel more like big a time. big controller, big controller hybrid yeah. turntable mm -hmm. rather than if you're already familiar with how a turntable feels. Yeah. Especially get the, talk, the talk of your own turntable. You get so used to your own turntable. Yeah, you do. 100%. So, uh, best battle mixer, ladies S11. and gentlemen. S11. S11, <laughs> 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 my favourite product of the year. Yeah, um, I, I don't mean to be mean to the other products in this category, such as the yeah. Numark Scratch and the Rain 72 and the Reloop Elite and the Mixers Duo, but that that S11 was by far the best product that was released yeah. this year. Well, uh, <laughs> apart from the one that I'm not, I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's not released this it's year. Not, that's not, not this year. year. It's not, not this, this year. year but. Yeah. Um, so, best club mixer, guys? Um, I'm going to go straight in with V10. That was, for me, that was like my favourite thing, just because I love that kind of thing. Obviously, yeah. this isn't, um, for anyone listening, this isn't just products released this year. This is products available this year. So right. if products yeah. have been released before but are still available, yeah. that's why you're hearing about them. Mm -hmm. For me, for example, uh, for a club mixer, it does not get any better than a Pioneer DJM 900 Nexus 2. Yep, that's yep. mine as well. Yep, just the best mixer. I really hope time. that they just come with a range of like the V10, so if they made like a yeah, two-channel one, well, yeah, V2 or, a v, or like yeah. a four, that would be amazing. They've got to. They can't just have, they a have to. We hope yeah. so, yeah. The thing is, like a lot of people are saying, I saw loads of comments when we did the mixes on it saying, 
why have six channels if you're not using six decks? It's like, but it's a completely different mixer. Well, when it's you, nothing when like... When you're routing the internal effects to yeah. another channel, you need that spare but channel. Yeah, that's Can you imagine sacrificing yeah. if you're on a four-channel mixer and you've got to sacrifice one of them channels yeah. for that effect. You'd be the like, thing, the thing with the V10 is though, mixer. like the filters are completely different to a Nexus mixer. It's like all the EQs are different. It doesn't yeah. feel like you're playing on a Pioneer mixer yeah. really. It's like oh. all the effects are different. There's so they much have, more than just channel numbers. They've, they've looked at the play one model. Uh, sorry, the play differently model. Yeah, one. yeah, model one. They've, yeah, they've they've looked at the Allen and Eves. Yeah, and they've literally just cherry picked. The yeah, best they've really things. gone for that market, and it's 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 done it's good. Worked. Cool. Yeah. Um, so best turntable. Well, technical day. Discus Legends. <laughs> so te- yeah, just, just from royalty. With 50% of the vote, the community also went for the 10 XSL 12 Mark 7. Yeah. I'd have um, to say PLX 1000s because yeah, that's what so I have. Love so them. PLX 1000s was up there. They yeah. were, they came in yeah. second. So I, what else is in the category? Just we've got the Reloop RP 8000 oh, yeah. Mark 2, which is the world's most advanced turntable. You know, we've got one actually. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, is incredible. That is so a piece good. of kit. Actually, yeah. Um, the favorite. Denon DJ VL12. Now, this always gets overlooked. And I've got them. Um, when we had them in the office, we used to have a set. And I really liked those. those I like them as well. They looked they amazing. They had like under deck lighting as yeah, standard. They, did, yeah. they, they were strong. They were built completely differently. Whereas a lot of these turntables are what we call hand pin turntables. They're all made by one company and badged up differently. So right, uh, right. PLX 1000, the reloops, stuff like that. All the same. Yeah, um, yeah. Underneath, pretty much the same. There's right. also like, um, yeah, there's a cheaper reloop option, the 7000. Uh, new Mark. I've got the NTX 1000. There's there's quite a few, but yeah, the the Audio Technicas are also very yeah, very yeah, cheap yeah. and very yeah. good for the price as yeah. well. But the yeah, by far and away the um, Technics are just yeah Mark Seven. Yeah, nice. and if anyone wants to donate the Red Bull edition to me, oh. that would be, <laughs> that would be most appreciated. <laughs> so moving on to best DJ headphone. See, mine, I keep going on about them. The HDJQ ones yeah, for me. Sick. Yeah, for the price. He says, price. With, yeah. he says with a set of III. <laughs> well, we're, t- we're testing different. We're testing different. Ways. We are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think I did put Sennheiser in my because I've had them for so long and they're amazing, but them Q1s for 60 pounds. For the price, yeah, for the price. And you can customise them. Yeah, maybe them. See, the thing is, we have loads of headphones in the studio, but I still go for the Q1s because they're, they're, perfect. they're so comfortable yeah. and they sound perfect for yeah. what I need to do as a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, if I wanted to listen to music on, on them and do other things with them, but mm. I feel, uh, then I, I wouldn't choose them. But as, as I, just a solely DJ yeah. headphone, they just feel my super favorite comfortable sound, and My favourite sounding ones are the V-Mode. Uh, Feebodas, yeah, they just sound my great, favorite yeah. sound. M100 ones. Masters are incredible they sound are, quality, yeah. but they're not as comfy and way more expensive. Yeah, they're way more mm. expensive. So that's sixty yeah. quid. <laughs> Sennheiser HD25, all day, every day. Yeah, for, I've, got, yeah. I've got them on my head as we speak. So do I. Just every time I go away from them, I come back to them. Yeah, so that's, that's my problem. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've had so many different brands of headphones, and yeah. I always go back to HD25. And every time, every time we have all these headphones in on review, yes, we will take them out and go review them. But I always end up with my my own. And HD25s back in my bag again. Yeah, so. no, you can just throw them about everywhere and they're just going to be exactly intact. Yeah. yeah. So this next one is a really juicy one. Um, and I want to know everyone's views on this. Uh, it's best DJ software. Well, this is just personal preference, isn't it? It so, is, but this Ser- is why I want to know. Serato, easy. Go. I, yeah, <laughs> see, I'm a Serato user. Yeah. I always say Serato, but I've got to say, in 2020, 
algorithm DJ. Algorithm, yeah. Most mm. fun by he's it's the most fun so, to play. On. There's so much in it. There's yeah. so much fun to be had in there, and so many creative possibilities that I think that almost that almost my logical head is saying that algorithm yeah. is the best. I, I'm, I'm excited to see them put. Um, they've just re- launched the Reloop buddy, haven't they? Which is compatible with DJ. Yeah, I'm excited to see them build that kind of product range um, to play on them. Uh, I because, almost yeah, want it, them it to. I think the problem with algorithm is like they've had they've just integrated the Rain um, seventy two Mark two controller yep. and, uh, sorry mixer and the Rain twelve yeah. so they've got moving head support now mm. which is a serious serious piece of equipment you know they're going after the turntablist market they want to be taken more seriously yep. that is all well and good I think what where algorithm sometimes lets themselves down is like this hands-free DJing that's come out. Yeah, gimmicky and stuff. It's gimmicky. It's yeah. like, okay, one, it literally the last press, press release, it's like, let's go be taken seriously. This is the top-end equipment, yeah. the highest of the highest. Yeah. Let's go get the best DJs in the world onto our software. Yeah. The next next public appearance is, here's some handheld wacky stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Danny, ah. Danny favourite uh, software? Uh, I'd have to go record yeah, box record just box because... Out. All my tunes are in there. Yeah. I've, I've, like the thing is, a few yeah. years ago, if you did ask me, I'd say Serato. Yeah, like hands yeah, down, yeah. I still love Serato, but yeah. I spent the longest time moving from Serato to Recordbox yeah. when I moved to CDJs, yeah. and it's like all my hot cues are in there. Yeah. I have everything prepped. I know where everything is, so it's got to be that. Jimmy, see, I I'm torn between all of them because obviously I use them all. Just but use them all yeah. I agree with Holland. I think Algorithm have the most potential, and I love what they're doing from a software perspective. Yeah. But it's just let down from a hardware perspective. And Algorithm needs someone in their corner. Serato wouldn't be Serato without their partnership with Pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, building controllers dedicated yeah. for Serato in, in that build. And the rain boxes as well. Like yeah. Yeah. The, Serato have always had amazing hardware partners. At the moment, it feels like it's only Reloop building for Algorithm specifically. Yeah. Everything else is okay. You can use a Pioneer controller, but it's been mapped, and that won't work because we couldn't map that bit and and stuff like that. And because there isn't really like a a, a high end controller that's specifically mapped for yeah, algorithm. Yeah. People go, Yet. well, Yet. I could get this this entry level controller. Yeah. It's cheap. I can use it in my iPad. Great. But then if I'm going to take DJing seriously as a yeah. professional, and I my end goal is to play in clubs, then yeah. the progression gets lost. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there is that's the there is downside. HID support for CDJs. Yeah, yeah of course. Do you know what I mean? There, there, there's. I mean, the best experience we've ever had on algorithm has been with the DDJ two hundred and four hundred. Yeah. And, and they're really, yeah. really good controllers. And we're, we're, we've um, reached out to Reloop. They are going to send us yeah. a buddy when they're available. We're going to have could be could be a big year a, for algorithm next year. It could year. definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping it will be. I, I think that's what they've got to. How aim many's for. left? Uh, two, two more. Let's two, go. the best, the best two, best release of 2020, guys. Uh, oh, no. Across DJM, all S11 for me. S11, V10. Nice. That was last year. It came out this year. V10. V10 was last year. I'm sure it was. I edited the video when I was in Miami <laughs> in January. Yeah. This is how long this year's been. <laughs> this is <laughs> this what is this year long, has this done is to what us. This yeah. year's done. I do apologize. Yeah. Uh, it must no, have been right at the oh, yeah, It was very start of the year. Yeah, yeah, I remember I, I was apologize. editing the video of our review. I when somehow thought it was, it was a year January. old when the, yeah. uh, when the long fader came out. Okay. Right. Uh, for me, yeah, hands down. DJM S11. Thank you so much for that, by the way, Bino. Yeah. Love you. Just well done. Congrats. And from Serato as well. Oh, yeah. The features in there were Serato. Of course. For example. Of course. Worst release of 2020. Uh, FLX6. FLX6. <laughs> FLX6. 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 Right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, no, that rounds it right, up. Right, so that rounds pi- it up. Thanks pi- for everyone. What were, what were the community votes for those The community two? said that the CDJ 3000 was the best release. Yep. Yep. And, and the worst. And the worst. And the worst. Are you ready? Yeah. Drum roll, please. FLX6. There we go. Just yeah. the price. Just like down with the price. Well, yeah. That's 2020 then. That is, yeah, that that's is our look at 2020. Um, I hope everyone has a great Christmas and New Year. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy VK. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Different, yeah. Different thing, mate. <laughs> but yeah, um, everyone have a great year and uh, let's see what 20... There's some really good stuff coming in 2021 yeah. that yes, we know about. Already. Looking at them right now, they're amazing. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. And we'll be back shortly, won't we? Season yeah. three of season. Well, we're not really doing seasons anymore. Yeah, it sounds cooler, Jamie. <laughs> sounds <Just> cooler. <laughs> well, uh, we're definitely going to get loads of guests yeah. on next year. Thanks yes. to all the guests that got came on the podcast this year yep. from in music from BPM, uh, BPM Supreme, Mixcloud. Mixcloud. We had DJ. so many people coming in. Yep. So thanks to those, we're going to get loads more guests in the new year to bring you some extra knowledge around the DJ industry. And obviously, go check out we are crossfader.co.uk for all our DJ courses, tutorials, tips, tricks, and yeah. Have a great new year. See you next year. Bye.